0: everybody, this is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast. I am joined by the lovely Summer. How are you doing? I'm wonderful, thank you. All right, I'm glad. And um, can you kind of uh, just elaborate a little bit about where you're from, a little bit about your upbringing, and eventually how you get into uh, your profession? (laughs) Well, um, I was born
1: in Southern California, raised a California girl, um grew up in the valley basically mm-hmm. um became a personal trainer in the 90s and so with uh having um played sports all the way up to college softball tennis and all that um I've, i i had been a bodybuilder since i was 12 so that kind of kind of is what actually brought me into uh personally training a lot of porn stars and mm-hmm. producers and whatnot But um, the fetish side of of the muscle worship is what actually really first got me into the adult industry. So back in the early 2000s, long before the internet streaming sites, um, it was more of an underground niche of uh, guys that collected videos, which at that time it was VHS and and the mini DVDs. Um, That's when I actually started shooting Trompling videos, muscle worship and that type of stuff. And then it just um, one thing led to the other before I decided that, uh, you know, if I wanted a website, I needed to have a fan base Mm -hmm. and a fan base would require shooting for large companies. So that's kind of the ball snowballed
0: (laughs) one thing led to the other so absolutely and uh if someone were to ask you how do you how would you describe yourself if they said uh who is summer how would you describe yourself
1: um i mean i'm i'm honest straight to the point Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i'm not going to say something that's going to hurt somebody's feelings intentionally but Um, you know, I will give somebody an honest opinion or point of view with, you know, within reason. But, you know, I I think I'm, um, I'm, you know, fair minded, open minded. Um,
0: I try not to be
1: judgmental,
0: but, Mm. (laughs) you know, right, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. And, um, you know, obviously you've, you've, uh, you know, you've learned a lot throughout your life and journey. If there was one thing, though, and I know it's kind of hard to narrow in on one thing. What, what would you say is the most important thing you've learned throughout your journey?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, he! If I had to say probably the most important thing is, you know, again, being very careful about the people that you do business with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be more selective, I think. M- not all money is good money.
0: That's probably the biggest thing I've probably learned. Absolutely. And um, what what made you decide? Hey, you know, this is the right time. This was, uh, you know, this this was a time to get into this. Uh, what what was your deciding factor to get started in the adult industry?
1: You know, it's kind of funny because I had actually mentioned this the other day on my mm-hmm. live feed, and I had never said this openly to a to a public before. Mm-hmm. But I had been dating, um, and I've dated, you know, multiple. Baseball players and football players throughout the years, but I was dating a particular baseball player that, you know, Hall of Fame baseball player and whatnot. And most people think every personal trainer makes a ton of money, which is not really the truth either. Mm -hmm. Um, And at that time, um, you know, barely paying my bills, working 70 hour work weeks in the gym um, and I'm dating this multimillionaire, but I have great trips. Add nice clothes i you know nice dinners, all that, but i 'm still at the point going, Wow, like do you ask the guy, Hey, can you put gas in my car <laughs> you right, know right and and it really kind of occurred to me that if I was going to be somebody 's side chick, I could get paid to be a side chick
0: right
1: um, you know, so I was being offered at that time doing the uh, custom videos, and that was a no brainer like these guys were paying. at the time for a video. And I was like, well, I could do a 20 minute video and make more than I'm making in one week at the gym. So um, one thing led to the other and, and there she
0: goes. (laughs) Absolutely. And uh, you kind of touched on it a little bit there, but uh, I asked you this, Uh, what was a what was a challenge uh, throughout your life or throughout your journey that you were just faced with? And you said, you know what, I want to give up, or I just, I don't know if I can, I can handle this trial or tribulation, What was that and how were you able to persevere summer you know
1: the the biggest uh downfall that we have Mm -hmm. is um probably from the outside you know people assume that you know the porn industry industry is grimy and and the adult industry is grimy and Mm -hmm. even people know in the fitness industry it's a dog-eat-dog grimy world but right Um, It's not really the inside of the business. It's the outside that looks inside on the business. So, you know, that has always been the downfall of, you know, once you shoot porn, especially as a woman, Mm -hmm. you can't really get a nine to five job. Uh, It pops up in your in your background when they're doing background searches and all that. So, you know, there's very few types of jobs you're going to be able to get once you've shot at least for major companies
0: Um, absolutely
1: and so that's probably that's probably the biggest downfall Mm -hmm. you know and I advise you know when new models come in and I say this all the time and and uh, Naomi Banks and I had actually discussed this one time is when you talk to somebody who wants to say oh well I want to get into the adult business my first question is what is your family going to say because it's always going to be not what if it's going to be when they find out
0: right
1: you know um and and that would be you know i mean i would still no regrets i would i I would go back in um for for my purposes but Mm. you know the stalkers and and whatnot that we've had um you know yeah those those are the the
0: downfalls that come with the industry absolutely and um you know what what is um since you kind of uh elaborated on there a little bit uh what is your encouragement to anybody out there to uh if they're dealing with you know uh stalkers or they're dealing with you know maybe what we'll say respectfully some of the some of the attachments that that could come with the industry or or just anything related whether it be modeling or, or adult entertainment or however you see fit uh what is your encouragement to them if they're if they're having a lot of these uh, strange encounters, these, these uh, you know, could be threats, it could be uh, whatever it may be in, in any facet. Like, what is your encouragement to them? Is it they should, uh, you know, take these things seriously? Is it they should, uh, you know, start using uh, some type of services for their protection? Is it, uh, you know, uh, don't just uh, think the gentleman behind the keyboard is, is not really uh, going to, you know, like that, uh, you know, take everything seriously? Or What, what, exactly. is, what, is, what is your encouragement to them?
1: You know, I mean, and I always say Mm -hmm. and and I and I'd actually just told this girl the other day the same thing. The first thing that you have to actually do from in the beginning when they first start their correspondence Mm -hmm. and you can kind of get a gist by how it's going to go within the first, you know, if it becomes aggressive you have you have to make the decision whether this is just a nuisance or if he's dangerous right um you know if it's a nuisance there's not much interne- internet wise internet bullying type stuff don't pay them the attention that they want mm-hmm. because most of the time that's all they're looking for they're seeking that attention from you um and just don't give it to them right um and block them but then when it becomes where it starts to snowball right. and you know that, you know, if they're popping up at your work or they're, they're trying to find out where your house is or mm-hmm. they begin to start contacting your family members on Facebooks and, and, and whatnot, right. then that's when you need the law enforcement and stuff. And then mm-hmm. again, when you get the physical threats. Then yeah, absolutely. You need you need the bodyguards when you're going out into large crowds of, you know, again, going to a convention. I wouldn't mm-hmm. recommend if you know you have a stalker, you know, you're a sitting duck on a floor
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and thousands of people are walking through a convention floor and you don't know which one of these, you know, because most of the time you're not gonna know what they look like. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's an uneasy feeling when you really think You know, you're walking down the street and you're not sure, you know, or you get an email later that says, you know, hey, I saw you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I mean, I have a stalker calling Gold's Gym, you know, within a week of me working at Gold's Gym, he had already found out I worked at Gold's Gym and called. So it's a very uneasy, creepy feeling knowing that somebody is doing that much research on you, you know.
0: Right. Absolutely. And I appreciate, you know, your, uh, you know, your input and your your, uh, strong advice on that. Uh, we'll go off topic here for a moment and we'll get back into things. Recently, I was named an ambassador for bodyguards against bullying. What is your message summer on bullying? I'm, I'm being on both sides <laughs>
1: or, you know, <laughs> yes. I mean, I would say uh-huh. that, you know, the porn industry in general, we mm-hmm. lost several girls because of the bullying. Right. Um, you know, some people cannot tolerate you know, even a tease when, Mm -hmm. you know, you think about growing up as a kid and people would tease you. um, You know, some people aren't cut out for it. Other people, other people can. Um, I just think that we have a society now that everybody has a negative opinion about somebody else. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And in, in, in my case, I just, you know what? I mean, I've been called all kinds of names. I'm kind of used to it by now. So I can almost even tell you what you're going to call me before you call me if you're really, you know, you're not happy with what you're going to get. And it just seems to be that. um, And I don't I don't know how we raise stronger people to just tolerate is that, you know, nobody else's opinion Matters mm-hmm. honestly, but it's hard to teach people that you know and I will say you know the first couple of times that you get those negative comments on a on you know and I tell models all the time mm-hmm. never read porn blogs never read because one minute they love you the next minute you're fat, you're old you're you're washed up, you're a has been and you can't stop that you know right. and you will rack your brains going crazy um, you know. Now, on the other side, the bullies themselves
0: mm-hmm.
1: they lack self-esteem. They lack having connection to somebody or they want to live or they wish they lived your life. Right. Whether it's a celebrity or, or an athlete or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, look at how many people say horrible things about athletes, but why? They're getting paid, you know.
0: Right. Right. Um,
1: and I think that, you know, again, it just goes under either, you know, that the bully is the person that really needs more mental help, you know, more than anything else. I don't even know if we should feel sorry for them in, in a sort of a fashion, you know, but then the cruelty that, you know, there's no end result. I don't understand. It's a waste of time and energy to sit on the computer or write a letter or, you know, what not
0: absolutely and you know i appreciate your uh you know your strong message on that we'll get back into things here you know you you touched on earlier uh you know you know your your journey with fitness and and training uh you know for somebody wanting to live a healthier life you know uh you know emotionally mentally uh and physically they want to get healthier what are some some tips or some secrets per se that they need to start doing
1: well especially like right now while Mm -hmm. we're all In quarantine,
0: (laughs) right?
1: You know, um, everybody's crying about not having the gym, but Mm -hmm. the military—the military has never used a gym to train their their recruits. So body body weight exercises, you know. I I grew up on Jack LaLanne as a kid. That'll tell you how old I am. But Mm -hmm. you know, there was. Old Jacqueline videos that you can pull up on YouTube. Body weight exercises with chairs and bands and body squats and time under tension. Even if you only have a ten pound dumbbell, I could kill you with a ten pound dumbbell in the gym. You know, um, slowing down your count, pausing in the middle of a of a rep, um, those type of things. But your your staying healthy is going to be better choices in your kitchen, especially right now. You know staying with a lot of fruits and vegetables and and again we're we're needing to keep our immune system boosted, so a lot of vitamin c um i I recommend highly all the time is if if you're sticking with a lot more of your fruits and vegetables that are coming from the the orange red and and greens you're going to get the vitamin C and the iron that you're going to need to keep your immune system boosted, you know, and drink a lot of water. And then, you know, as they're saying, don't take anything other than Tylenol if you have a headache or anything like that, because they're seeing that, you know, the ibuprofen has been um, some of the most harmful for people who have gotten the virus
0: itself. So. Right. Absolutely. And, um, what is, uh, you know, some advice, uh, you know, for anyone that will come across this that is uh, thinking about getting into your field or that is already in your field and profession? Like, what is what is some strong advice that you have for them?
1: Um, I, w- I would probably highly recommend for one, um, you know, have their own platforms, mm-hmm. get their own website, become their own boss. Um, you know, it's the same with personal training. You know, you can either go work for a gym and give them seventy percent of your income, or you could write your own paycheck. So you know the same thing with modeling, whether you know um, whether you're doing adult modeling or, or you know men's magazines or men or men or you know only fans and all that stuff, um, you know producing good product, build a build a fan base, you know um, and write your own check. I mean that's a basic thing. You know, and again, what I was saying before, be Mm -hmm. careful who you work with. Um, Check out their credentials. You know, we used to call this back in the day before the Internet stuff when we were doing just a lot of men's magazines. You know, we called we called a lot of them man with cam. You know, your body bodyguards, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about is the guy that pretends to be a photographer, but he's not. Right. Um, You know, and he goes to those sites where models go to pretends to be a a photographer and you could wind out in the middle of the desert shooting with somebody who's not even a photographer absolutely you know check out their credentials for sure
0: yeah absolutely and uh you know you touched on the key thing there that you know uh you know credentials and uh doing your due diligence and research on somebody uh you know it's important and uh you know if it's something where you where you get a, a an off sense or you just say you know something not right it's it's uh you know reaching out to people who may have co- contact with that person so they could either uh you know deny or validate uh who they are and you know absolutely. and and things like that absolutely, absolutely. and absolutely uh, you know with what would you say uh you know is uh like something in in your life uh that you know not people not many people would know about like what is some interesting things about you or Uh, some hobbies you love to do outside of your profession?
1: (laughs) Um, Well, outside of the fact that, you know, I I grew up around, you know, hunting and fishing with my dad, but you know, the horses, I've always had horses for many years um, until I moved out here to the East coast that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I still had the horse for a while. Um, So, I mean, those are my things. I mean, I love to travel. Everybody knows I love to travel, but you know, I I actually the best part that a lot of people hate is I like to meet new people. I mm-hmm. like, you know, interesting um people that you would never meet in a million years, you right. know. The the weird type of stuff that some people, you know, you hear crazy stories sometimes and you know, those are the those are the things that sometimes you know you take with you um for whatever reason you know maybe somebody put that person in your life for a reason you know but um those are the kind of things that i kind of get a kick out of but you know i like cooking from time to time Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, absolutely i don't
1: don't do much of it because you know half the stuff i know how to cook really well is not on a diet but right (laughs) (laughs)
0: absolutely and uh you know th- throughout your journey you've been blessed with opportunities to travel what is, what is your favorite place that you've ever had the opportunity of visiting
1: i i tell people this all the time mm-hmm. it's really funny is even though i like europe i san francisco is my favorite city mm-hmm. because of the california vibe but then it's got the east coast feel to it too right um you know but paris is one of my favorite cities um amsterdam is a kick
0: <laughs> <Right>. You know,
1: <laughs> but um, I I I think uh, advent adventure wise, I still want to go to Iceland, so that's the bucket list.
0: Wow, yeah, absolutely so, right.
1: I was counting on that this year, but it looks like next year then.
0: <laughs> yes, right, right. Um, <laughs> uh, what what would you say? Uh, you touched on you know sports and you and you know you played sports growing up. What what are some favorite sports of yours now, and uh, do you still like to go to the events? Do you still like to watch them? And and if so, who are some of your favorites that you keep up with? Well,
1: everybody always laughs because they're trying to figure out my my football team. But uh-huh. um, you know, my favorite growing up has always been baseball. So I came up with summer because of the boys of summer. So I am a lifelong Dodger fan. Wow. Um, so a lot of people still think summer was for the season and I'm like well it is my favorite season but it was for the Dodgers but wow, um you know I grew up you know uh Drysdale and Sutton and and those you know Sam, uh, when I got to meet Sammy Koufax as a kid I was like oh my god I was in heaven now but um you know I love football so I had actually um been highly disappointed the way that Los Angeles was always dealt the card with football teams. So when the Rams and and the Raiders were disappointing in and out and uh, whatnot, that mm-hmm. I picked I picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers then and said, okay, I'm gonna be loyal. And trust me, they they test your loyalty. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> but I am a Buccaneer fan, but I've had friends with the Eagles. So I have adopted the Eagles as a secondary team.
0: Yes, and, um, and it will be interesting to see how Tampa Bay does with uh, acquiring Tom Brady and things like that. So <laughs> I think, you, know, uh, I think you, I, know, you can never go wrong with a move like that.
1: It's crazy, mm-hmm. though, because I still think that you know, I put it this way, you know, I, I respect everything that Tom Brady has done in his right. lifetime, but it worries me that, you know, $50 million and we still didn't tighten up the front line on campus right. on offense. So, you know, I almost say that that's like, you know, wanting to have a Mercedes. So you buy a 1997 Mercedes Mercedes. Um, we'll we'll see right right <laughs> i'm worried I'm worried why all these other teams didn't pick him up
0: yes yeah, yeah and, and you know you're right about that it's uh that was a good synopsis and observation that you know it it doesn't matter if uh you know yeah, i mean arguably he's he's the arguably the greatest footballer to ever play, but if you don't have the front support to protect him you know and you're paying him such a high qual you know quantity of, of finances that if you know this man got forbid he gets hurt. You know, then, yeah. You know, it's it, you know, you're right. You know, some it's it's uh, uh you know a deep observation there, and uh you know I think I think it'll be interesting to see how things pan out. It's going to be interesting. I I
1: wasn't jumping up and down like everybody else. So my roommate even looked at me (laughs) cross-eyed and she was like, don't start bitching then. And I was like, (laughs) I'm going to be happy if we win, trust me. But I'm sitting there going, I have been disappointed a million times by the Buccaneers front office. This won't be the first time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yes. And,
0: and, er, you know, earlier we touched on, uh, you know, just – About how sometimes you know, uh, you know, your profession may come with outside voices, or you know, could come with articles written about you, or whatever it may be. What is your advice and encouragement to people? Uh, You know, how can you uh, block out the haters and the naysayers, the people that want to see your visions and dreams and goals be dormant? What is your advice to them?
1: Don't read the blogs. Mm -hmm. That's the worst. Like you know, I don't, I don't read any porn blogs at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't. I don't really get into the gossip. So a lot of models get into gossip. Right. Don't don't listen to it, don't repeat it, you know, and cut them off. You know, right. I, I don't mean like, you know, you can have a best friend that still comes up and can't wait to tell you about somebody else's story. Just say, Hey, I'm not interested. I right. don't wanna hear it, you know, because again, you know, um you never know, you know, sometimes even even the people closest to you sometimes can stab you in the back. So, you know, take everything tongue in cheek. Um, And and it takes a while to actually get, um, what would you say? You have to get thick skin. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, even for myself, I remember, you know, in the very beginning, you know, you read, you read an article or somebody might post something and then all of a sudden you look down three rem- remarks down and, and there's a horrible, you know, I mean, it was funny because when I first got into into um, shooting, right, I was still bodybuilding. I was like maybe six months out from a show. Mm-hmm. I was probably 16% body fat at the time when I first shot the first couple of <laughs> videos. And. You see, if you see when they post the video up and then they call you chubby, you're like mortified. You know? <laughs> right? <laughs> you're like, oh my god! <laughs> you know. Right. But um, you know, those are the kind of things that you kind of get used to. You know, I mean, I even. Laura Jensen and I have talked about that—that that mm. you could be an, a curvy, athletic woman, and they and they still call you a BBW. You're like, mm. what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Absolutely. Um, and and you those know,
0: are the uh-huh. things
1: that, and and that that messes with a woman's self esteem in in a, a sense of word. You right. know.
0: Absolutely, and um, you know, you're you're it's it's you know it's it's uh, interesting you say that because you know I tell people so many times in life I say you know no matter if you're doing good or bad or right or wrong people are always going to have a formed opinion of you but you know at the end of the day uh, their opinion doesn't pay your bills their opinion isn't uh what what is uh you know providing of your happiness and things of that nature. Uh, so, you know, you could go out and, and you could feed the less fortunate, you could feed them, you know, nice quality, uh, you know, nice quality meat and, and rice and vegetables and everything was good quality. And, and you did it out of the kindness of your heart and they could say, why didn't you feed them lobster? You know, so they're always going to have an opinion <laughs> exactly. and, and, you know, one, once you realize that, I think you get through things a little, a little smoother, uh, you know, that, you know, you know, like you said earlier that, you know, even the greats like Michael Jordan and LeBron and all the greats uh, you know, Tom Brady's they they form opinions of these people, but uh, you know, knowing darn well uh, they would change shoes with them in the in the quickest of a of a split eye. They would they would love to live their life and uh be as oh, talented and, and you know, be around the situations and a virus that they're in. So, you know, just you, you gotta just understand that there's always gonna be hecklers and noise, but you know, people aren't talking about people that are doing nothing with their life. They're talking. They, they want to bring you down because you're you're above them, you know, so. And that's
1: and and, and mm-hmm. that is the funniest point, because, right. again, you know, it, you don't have to like I, I'm still a sportsman, first and foremost. So, uh-huh. you know, somebody with a talent like Odell Beckham right. and people have, you know, shit to say. And you're like, oh, so when was the last time that you could run a 440 or. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know nowadays you need to run a 440 through the grocery store like. Right. <laughs> yeah, but you know it's it's um and it's and it's the part that you know you even have to remind yourself every day you know being on the good side mm-hmm. but you know there are people who have made huge careers by being mean to people on the internet right you know the you know even even as far as it goes stormy mm-hmm. daniels she's learned how to clap back you know her clapbacks are better than some of the remarks that some of these people come off and say you know so i mean those are things that you know if you say well you know if if being the bad guy isn't always so bad if it can pay your bills right um you know Mm -hmm. it's not my style but i i highly recommend you know I recognize and, and respect the girls that have been able to flip the script on people who have, who decided to make them enemy number one.
0: Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, um, you know, who, who has been somebody uh, in, in the industry that has either been a mentor to you or somebody that you really looked up to or whatever it may be? Uh, you know, who, who is somebody in the industry that you are just really thankful for?
1: You know, I mean, I've been fortunate enough Mm -hmm. that when I came into the industry, some of the people from the golden era were still around. Wow. You know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, I worked with guys like Herschel. You know, one of my first shoots out actually was with Herschel. But, you know, guys like TT Boy that they, you know, TT shaped my career basically. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a a guy named... uh, uh charlie biggs right you know shop for channel 69 charlie was around with all of the all of the advice from way back in the day Mm -hmm. um you know and that's where i had actually learned you know it didn't really i didn't have to overshoot myself like a lot of women did right because then i got into this business to build my own website so, if I overly shot with all these companies, it would absolutely make no sense because I would mm-hmm. be in direct competition with myself. Right. Um, you know, and that's par- pro- probably one of the things I would tell, you know, new models coming in. You don't need to shoot for every company to say you shot for every company.
0: Right.
1: The problem is, is that now you have 5,000 scenes out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And
1: then you're still trying to sell a website, and the guy is still going to want to watch free porn
0: right absolutely
1: so he's going to the free porn instead of your paid site and you're not going to get paid off of it unless you you know unless you take an affiliate off Mm -hmm. of some of the streaming sites so you know and you're still not going to get paid that much off of those so you know you do you want to be most popular or you want to be paid
0: right Uh, absolutely and um you know, if you rewind back to the to the time, you know, where you say, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna you know make the decision to get into the industry." Was it uh, was it what you expected? Was it uh, you know, different than when you expected it to be? Uh, kind of take me through that.
1: You know, when you first come in mm-hmm. and and you know the first couple scenes that you you shoot, um, it it you think it's going to be intimidating because you're about to have sex in front of like five other people in a room and other rooms are being set up maybe for another set as well or whatever, and the makeup person. But then by the time that, you know, by the time you start to shoot, you really forget that there's other people in the room. So, you know, it's not as intimidating as you think. Mm -hmm. Um, It is for some men, which is why, you know, we always tell men, they always say that they want to start in this business, but then it's like, okay, but you understand a cameraman is going to be underneath your butt, right. <laughs> <laughs> very close behind you. Right. You know? um, I think that that's, you know, that's part of the the deal that a lot of people don't understand, you know, but as far as it goes on, on, you know, business wise or whatever, it's made humongous, weird changes throughout the years, you know, because again, like I said, you know, I first started, we were shooting DVDs, Mm -hmm. then DVD turned to streaming, you know, and it was a miracle that you could actually watch porn on your phone back then um you know and now we're shooting porn with a phone
0: (laughs) right absolutely
1: it it might not be the best quality but
0: (laughs) right and you know um i i just want to thank you you know for uh you know coming on the podcast tonight and and all your uh you know time and, and knowledge and insight and uh you know your expertise uh you know in this final moment summer i'll pass things over to you if there's anything uh that we didn't get to elaborate on that you wanted to or Uh, anything that we can expect from you in the future and and just let people know as well, where they can keep in touch and follow you.
1: Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually have my Instagram, which is stunning underscore summer underscore three. Mm -hmm. And then my Twitter is stunning summer X. And then I have all of my links are actually on something called hubster. It's H U B Z t-e-r um so hubster has all of the the links i think it's actually going to be hubster.com um backslash profile backslash stunning summer i don't know why they do that profile on that weird down link but that's Mm -hmm. what they do but that'll link all my websites and all of my uh, merchandise and and that type of stuff but um I do do session, session wrestling. Mm-hmm. So after I had the hip surgery done in December, I had planned on making my return back to doing the mixed wrestling and stuff. So I actually do that under a uh, another pseudo name, Raquel mm-hmm. Ryder. So... I do have some people who go, Hey, this girl's using your pictures. And I'm like, right. well, that's me. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I came up with, I came up with that with a friend of mine that is a retired UFC fighter. Uh-huh. and When I, I had briefly retired for a few years before the, all the platforms came back out and there was a way for all of his models to make money again. Um, but, uh, I wanted to make sure that if i if I started doing the session wrestling that people weren't going to expect like, okay, wait, I'm disappointed, Summer wrestled this guy, but she didn't fuck him, so right. <laughs> you know it was like, okay, you know, so that's how we decided, you know well, maybe I should just come up with another new name, so there she was. She came out out in uh two thousand and twelve, I believe, so that's my other you know i kind of wanted to bring it back to my roots of when i got into the industry with the mm-hmm. with the muscle worship and fetish and that type of stuff um because again the fitness industry has like compared to porn i i can't tell you what side has the most loyal fans because fitness fans fill the convention centers as well wow. um you know mm-hmm. it, uh, they would pr- probably pretty much. And I, and actually I was going to say this. Yeah. And, and I was going to say, I think I have seen guys lick boots of girls at at, at the, at the booth and at the Arnold right. and all that. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, they're pretty, they're, they're pretty loyal as well. So, you know, I feel lucky to have, have, you know, been in both industries.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, again, I appreciate everything and, and for your time tonight and, uh, you know it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast and it's just to hear about your uh you know profession and your journey thank you my right. pleasure you're, i'm you're
1: glad
0: welcome. to be yes all right thank you so much summer you take care okay thanks baba all right